Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. Folks, my name is Heather, and uh, it's where I give you news and views from a West Texans biblical point of view. One you're going to find in your mainstream media. Hey guys, it is March the 1st, and uh, we are going to rejoice in the day that the Lord has made for us. And wouldn't it be wonderful if he came and took us all home today? We can always we can always pray for that, right, guys? We have a lot of stuff in the in in the news today. I want to talk to you guys about the WHO pandemic treaty is a backdoor to CCP control over the United States of America. It's kind of hard for the Antichrist to rule the world uh, if the United States still has a U.S. Constitution, which we do. Um, but I'm not really sure how long it's going to stand. Uh, especially with everything going on. You guys have an idea? I'm pretty pretty sure you guys do. What else is in the news today? Two Great Days by Damon Duck. We'll talk a little bit about what those two days are coming up. And a Yale professor suggests mass suicide for old people as answer to Japan's aging problem. That article is by Ken Ham. You notice a lot of talk about suicide. Hmm. Anyway, the absence of the rapture and related topics from our churches today is a great tragedy. That article is from Jan Markell in Harbinger's Daily. We'll talk about that in Living as Normal in the Shadow of Impending Catastrophe. Gee, what could go wrong? Oh, that's Harbinger's Daily about how Lindsay will talk about that as well. So we have a lot of stuff, guys, going on right now. 51 woke companies identified as targeting conservatives. That is the WND. Let's check that article out, shall we, by Bob Unra. So we're going to go on. It says at least 51 companies in America have gone woke and are in effect targeting conservatives, according to a Fox News columnist. And he's added some advice on how to battle their leftist social ideologies. Justin Haskins, director of the Socialism Research Center at the Heartland Institute and a New York Times best-selling author, said, it is not a secret that over the past decade, hundreds of large U.S. corporations have adopted woke policies, regularly injecting left-wing ideals into their products, services, and employment practices. But some of these businesses have recently gone much further than merely promoting social, social justice causes. They have chosen to target conservative customers and employees coercing or forcing Americans to abandon their deeply held beliefs in order to receive important goods or services or to stay employed, unquote. He cited a new spotlight report from the 1792 exchange that assesses the actions, policies, and practices of many companies, especially whether they will cancel a contract or client or boycott, divest, or deny services based on views or beliefs. According to the group's website, high-risk companies have generally canceled or denied business relationships based on viewpoint disagreements or pose a high risk of canceling people and businesses who do not share their values or I'm sorry their views <laughs> our values their views I should say anyway out of the more than 1,000 companies evaluated 147 are currently classified as high risk which means they are much more likely than other businesses to engage in direct discrimination Haskins says he went further, picked out the 51 companies that are the most impactful. Among banks, he identified Ally Financial, Almagated Bank, Bank of America, Berkshire Bank, BMO Harris, Citigroup, Deutsche Bank, uh, Eastern Bank, Fifth Third Bank, First Republic Bank, J.P. Morgan Chase, Morgan Stanley, PNC, Royal Bank of Canada, Scotia Bank, TD Bank, Bancorp, Trillium Asset Management, Truist, 
U.S. Bank and Wells Fargo. They, he said, have been weaponized or they often have weaponized their operations to promote social and ideological views favored by the left. Among transportation companies, those identified include Alaskan Airlines, American Airlines, Southwest Airlines, United Airlines, and XPO Logistics. He charged they have engaged in left-wing activism and even promoted bipartisan, or I'm sorry, promoted partisan legislature. Woo, correct that. Uh, the list of retail bad players include Best Buy, Home Depot, Kohl's, Lululemon, uh, Lululemon, not sure what that is, uh, Macy's, Madewell, Target, and Walmart, and online stores, Alibaba, Amazon, Chewy, eBay, Etsy, Shopify, and Warby Parker. Isn't that the glasses thing, Warby Parker? Anyway. So um, these businesses have actively promoted left-wing ideological views, he warned. For example, 1792 Exchange notes Home Depot advertised flyers to his employees about confronting their white privilege, Christian privilege, heterosexual privilege, able body privileges, uh, etc. The food and beverage industry offers include uh, Altria, Ben & Jerry's, Cargill, Coca-Cola, HelloFresh, ooh, HelloFresh, um, Kellogg's, McDonald's, PepsiCo, uh, Starbucks, and the J.M. Schmicker Company, he noted. Hmm. Although all of these businesses engaged in troubling activities, the company with the most radical practices is by far Ben & Jerry's. The famous Vermont-based ice cream company has promoted defund the police campaigns opposed legislation meant to limit election fraud said that the criminal justice system must be dismantled and openly advocated for pro-abortion policies among uh, many other actions he said to fight back the first step is to share ex instances of discrimination and report like the one produced by the 1792 exchange with like-minded friends and family he said then conservatives should identify companies that offer similar products and services to those offered by businesses that discriminate and switch whenever possible be sure to tell the businesses you're leaving in the new non-discriminatory businesses uh, why you're making the change folks the only way to Fight this is to fight it with our pocketbooks. You know what I mean? That's right, folks. Get in the word and get out of all this stuff, folks. This is insane how they can come after us. And uh, and it's true. You look around the world today and you watch all this garbage on TV brought to you by Pfizer. <laughs> this satanic um, glorifying Satan on stage brought to you by Pfizer. <laughs> uh, this death shot brought to you by Pfizer. <laughs> What else have we got? Give this to your children. Oh, what is it? Paxlovid. If you've got COVID, get Paxlovid. This is your new campaign. We've given you the jab, the double jab, the triple jab, the booster, the other booster, the booster. Get your booster. Get your booster. Hello. Get your 15th jab. Hello. Hello. And if these all don't work here, take, take, take this Paxlovid. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine getting a polio vaccine and then getting polio <laughs> for the fourth time? Here, take this pill that we've made. So just in case all of our vaccines don't work, here's this pill. This pill's really going to work. I promise. Take this pill. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Only in a world of make-believe do people believe this. If you still believe this crap works, you are a moron. There's no other way to put it. That's what this doctor said straight from his mouth. You are a moron if you still believe this. So, anyway, you guys can go uh, and check that out. If you have not gone and checked out Steve Kirsch, let me pull that email up for you. If you haven't got on his, his email list, what are you waiting for? Anyway, <laughs> this is Steve Kirsch, who you all know was a Democrat, took the jabs. Remember, hello. And he goes, I've taken the COVID-19 vaccine. Now, what do I do? So here's some doctors going to tell you that if you still believe in all this stuff, you are a moron. But you can go to, let me pull up the website here. Guys, you got to listen to this anyway. This is actually pretty cool. It's a VSRF. 
um, and this uh, it's the vaccinesafety.org. Guys, go check it out. They have a roundtable, and they actually did, um, let me go back up here, uh, a weekly update, and it had um, Dr. Ryan Cole and Steve Kirsch, and they did the spike injury diagnosis and recovery. So if you have taken the jab in the past, because um, you were forced to, uh, a roundabout way we don't make oh my goodness if you guys haven't checked out the latest update by um, um pastor billy crone his latest bible study which was uploaded oh my goodness you got to go to his website and check it out on um Klaus schwab i'm telling you folks it's it's whew, it's uh it's a biggie it's a doozy we say here in texas that's a doozy you guys got to go check that out and i don't know about you guys but the weather has been absolute freaking crazy now where you guys live or where I live, it's been crazy. Usually we get like some crazy wind like during March, you know. And like I've been saying for a while, we used to have tornado season. Now it's tornadoes all the time. It's tornadoes here, tornadoes there. They are everywhere just dropping like flies. It's terrifying. It's dropping like people dropping from the vax. It's like insane. Guys, we have got to, you got to get prepared. You got to get ready for where you're going to spend eternity. Where are you going to spend eternity? I know I'm going to heaven with my Lord Jesus. Where are you going to go? Today is a day of salvation. Do not wait another moment because you don't know what's going to happen. You have no idea. Only God knows. Only God knows. And um, his life is in, your life is in his hands. So remember that. And when he calls you home, boom, you better be ready. It's not a test you can study for. You got to be ready for this. You can't eat enough vegetables to get yourself into heaven. You can't lower your cholesterol to get yourself into heaven. This is something I'm telling you folks. The world right now is full of apostasy. It's full of deception. And Jesus warned numerous times in the end days there would be deception. And I look at this clot shot. And I look at all this stuff coming about, and now they're making these vaccines for kids. And now what do they got? They have an RSV vaccine for your child. Here we have an MNR, mRNA vaccine for RSV for your kiddo. Hmm. Really? Folks, if you believe that it has some oceanfront property in Arizona, I would like to sell you. Guys, this is... um. Murder on a large scale. This is mass murder. This is Klaus Schwab, whose daddy was really good friends with Hitler. If you remember correctly, history, hello, repeats itself. Uh, yeah, if we don't learn from it, and apparently we have not learned from it. Because what are the number one thing that they do? They dumb down society. They dumb down I remember when they took out cursive writing in the United States in schools. I'm like, what? what? It's too hard for the kids to learn. What? what here take this ipad instead really here here read this ipad and said oh you don't need to learn math little timmy no you need to learn how jane can be john yes let's teach that instead i am flabbergasted i like that word i'm flabbergasted i don't even know what else to see there's no this is ridiculous you guys and it's like it is well how would we say this is um Step-by-step manipulation of the education system, of the science. You got to trust the science. You got to, don't question, just trust. (laughs) What? What? Have you, do you have family members and friends that are still, still trusting their science? Do you? I'm telling you what, 
And are they Christians? That's what I want to know. Are they true Bible-believing Christians that they say they are? I mean, hello. I mean, just, I mean, there is deception. And if you go to churches like Jell Osteen and um, Andy Stanley, um, then you are lost. You're lost because you're not being fed the word. You're being fed a deception. You're being fed a lie, a heresy. And that, folks, that is a travesty. That is... God has a special place in hell for people like that. And he is leading people away. They are leading people away from the one true God. What did Jesus say? There'll be many, many antichrists have come into the world. And anti, anti doesn't only mean against. It means instead of, in place of. And so you look around the world and who are you worshiping? Are you worshiping the one true Jesus Christ? Or are you worshiping an Oprah's Christ or a Joel Osteen's Jesus? Or are you worshiping an Andy Stanley's Jesus? Or are you worshiping the Jesus Christ of the Bible? If you're not offending people, are you really a Christian? <laughs> I got to throw that up there. Are you really doing the work of the Lord? If you're not a Offending people because I remember Jesus took a whip and he went through and he overturned, overturned money tables and boy he went after them he went after Pharisees he went after, he didn't he as we call it in Texas he didn't pussyfoot around and tell you what you wanted to hear no he told you what his father wanted you to hear so the word of God is powerful it is a double edged sword it will cut you and will heal you. If you're not convicted by God's word, are you truly a Christian? Just throwing this out there, folks. I'm just saying, now is not the time um, to be living your best life now. <laughs> we are living in the end days. Look around. The world is going to hell in a handbasket. My mom always said, flames are we live in a cesspool of sin and wickedness and lawlessness getting worse by the day. <laughs> we ain't going back, folks. It's not coming. We're not going back. And the Bible says, no King James Version. It will wax worse and worse. And it's going to continue to get worse and worse until Jesus Christ comes back. And so anyway, I just want to throw that in there to you guys this morning. Let's check out the WHO Pandemic Treaty is a backdoor to CCP control over the U.S. You can check this out at townhall.com, townhall.com, and it was written by Scott Powell on the 27th of February. So, so America's enemies never stop scheming about the ways in which they can bring the United States down. China, our greatest external strategic enemy, already has a plan to gain control of America through the next pandemic in the United Nations Agency's channels, the first stage of the Chinese Communist Party accomplishing this was gaining controlling influence over the UN's World Health Organization, otherwise referred to as WHO from here on out, uh, which was achieved when the Chinese groomed Tedros at Hyman whatever Gabrisis as a candidate and then got him elected as Director General of the WHO in 2017. The WHO's misguided recommendations and harmful policies responses to, responses to COVID-19 include lockdowns and disruptions of holidays, schools, church synagogue and business closures social distancing and masking that retarded children's social development all of which led to economic uh contraction bankruptcy supply chain disruptions uh and inflation that record doesn't enhance the who's trust factor and its ability to deal with future health emergencies and pandemics in fact the ccp's views the who's covid 19 policies result in terms of power politics rather than healthcare results. The COVID-19 response are part of a test run analysis for the greater medical tyranny they may impose with the next health emergency or 
pandemic. The second stage of CCP's gaining control of America's health care policy is to forge an agreement between the WHO and its member states, including the U.S., in which they all enter into a legally binding accord that would give the United Nations Health Agency the authority to dictate policies during a pandemic. Did you hear that, guys? Legally binding accord that would give the UN Health Agency the authority to dictate policies during a pandemic. That's right, folks. Means the United States, means Texas, Abbott. We couldn't do anything. Secede. Hello. We need to succeed in Texas. Secede. <laughs> we need to succeed in succeeding. Yes, folks. We need to get out. Of it. Oh, sorry. I've been saying that for a long time. Anyway, <laughs> so anyway, um, admittedly, Biden may be compelled to turn over the sovereignty of U.S. health care policy to China-controlled WHO because the CCP's preponderant controlling influence of the Biden administration. We know uh, from the sworn testimony of Tony Bobulinski, I'm sure I murdered that name, but whew, anyway, the former business partner of Hunter Biden that the Biden family has been compromised by Chinese money, of course, and Ukraine money, too. <laughs> Not the Ukraine people, the Ukraine government. Hello. Uh, we know that from um, Hunter Biden laptop records that the monetary value of that compromise involving multiple Chinese deals was at least $31 million, which is significant bribe money, folks. What do you get to $31 million? That's a lot of cocaine and prostitutes. For old Hunter. Oh, I'm sorry. He's a pedophile. Anyway, this is a critically important uh, because this week the WHO's intergovernmental negotiating body. Don't you love these big words that they're throwing in their intergovernmental negotiating body? Anyways, is meeting to hammer out the final terms of a new pandemic treaty, the first draft of which was released February the 1st. Biden supported a similar agreement at the WHO or the World Health Assembly in May of 2022, but it failed, thank God. Now, Biden appears determined to sign the United States to a legally binding accord with the WHO that would give the United Nations Health Agency the authority to dictate America's policies during a pandemic, including approved treatments, get that folks, including approved treatments or protocols remdesivir to murder you, government regulations such as lockdowns and vaccine mandates, you can't buy or sell without this jab, but you're probably going to die if you get the jab. So it really doesn't matter. Global supply chains and monitoring and surveillance of all populations. You know, those 15-minute cities. <laughs> Come stay with this 15-minute city. Everything is within 15 minutes. It's so beautiful, lovely. What, leave? No, I'm sorry. You can't leave. <laughs> but you have all this freedom inside this 15-minute city. Oh, you, well, you still got to get this jab. Did we say freedom? <laughs> it's implied. It's all in your head. But people will fall for Oh, we got to move to the 15-minute city. Oh, Lord. Did I, I just never envisioned this as a child. This is not what I thought this would be in the end days. But what did we think the end days was going to look like, people? I don't think we could have envisioned it. We know what the Bible told us, but we were like, ah, until we're now in it. Wow. Anyway, what is important to understand is that this two-track effort of the WHO with their pandemic accord in the World Health Assembly, I like this World Health Assembly, anyway, with their global pandemic regulations result in the laws of member states getting superseded. This means that enforcement would likely entail a worldwide medical police state under the control of the WHO and its director, General Tedros. So just who is 
Tedros I have done an episode about this gentleman and we're going to talk about him right now. Tedros has the profile of a tyrant having been a member of the violent, powerful and corrupt communist Ethiopian political party known as the Tigrians People's Liberation Front or the TBLF. He rose through uh, Ethiopia's autocratic regime first as health minister from 2005 to 2012 and then minister of foreign affairs from 2012 to 2016. As Ethiopia's minister of foreign affairs, Tedros, Tedros sorry, had extensive dealing with members of the CCP and overseeing huge Chinese investments in Ethiopia, including a $200 million office building project in eight industrial parks. During his tenure as a foreign minister, Ethiopia reportedly borrowed from uh, borrowed more than 13 billion with a B as in boy folks from China dollars. Yes, 13 billion dollars, which obligated Ethiopia to China and made the country a bridgehead of the Belt and Road Initiative to extend control and influence in Africa. The CCP employed methods of elite capture with Tedros rewarding and grooming him for a successful election campaign for the office of director general of the who in 2017 what is troubling about this latest pandemic accord uh, that the biden administration helped plan is that it appears to have been crafted to circumvent the authority and role of the united states senate to provide advice and consent to treaties by making the accord effective and legally binding immediately upon each nation's signature without being ratified by their respective legislatures. Under the United States Constitution, health care does not fall under the authority of the federal government, but remains in the domain of the states under the 10th Amendment. When Biden signs this accord, that constitutional protection may be lost. Folks, this is the big thing. We're all talking about. This is the red flag, alarm bells, beep, beep, nuclear, whatever thing. This is huge. This is huge. And this, folks, is what is uh, moving the world quickly into this Antichrist beast system, folks. This is a huge, giant puzzle piece um, that is being situated. Of course, God's in ultimate sovereignty. God is in control. God knows he's allowing these things to happen. You know, it's like with the Gog, Magog worry. God is the one that puts the hook in the jaw of Gog and brings him down. So, I mean, God is in ultimate control. And so we need to believe that, have faith in God and not worry. So, you know, we're not we're not to worry, you know, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, make a request made known to God. And of course, you know, he will give us the peace that surpasses all understanding through Christ Jesus. And so we're not to be concerned. I mean, like not concerned. I shouldn't say concerned. We shouldn't be worried. We're not supposed to be worried, but concerned. I can see concern, you know, but not worry. But we see where everything is moving from standing from this point and looking looking towards the world and looking towards all these pieces like if you look up in the sky if you look up in the air whatever and you see all these huge giant puzzle pieces moving around you know like signs of the times right wars and rumors of wars earthquakes and then we have um like crazy weather and we have all these giant pieces moving around and they're forming this puzzle of this beast system and so just think of the system of the beast in like different parts moving around to move into place to make this um like a reality to make it like a one you know like an an entity and so these things are happening right in front of our eyes and to me this is huge this is probably one of the biggest 
pieces, okay? Um, because, uh, you know, it takes away the United States sovereignty. And if Biden signs this, I don't see how he could. With our United States Constitution, I don't see how we can give him that power to do that. <laughs> I mean, first of all, it's, he's not even in his right mind. He's just like, I don't even know if he's like even Biden. I mean, I don't even know what this guy is, but I don't know, folks. I don't know. But anyway, this goes on to say this agreement calls for member states to implement one health surveillance. Everything is about surveillance. If you notice that, uh, which is so broad that it can include environmental, climate or even agricultural agricultural emissions to be used in claims that CO2 or other emissions pose a health emergency. In addition, this accord opens the door to information and ideological corruption, which comes out of a court language providing uh, providing for designing communications and messaging strategies for the public to counteract misinformation, disinformation, and false news, thereby strengthening public trust. <laughs> public deception. Trust us, we're from the government. We're here to help. <laughs> mm, we're here to kill you. Okay folks Ooh, so the specter of disaster for americans seem obvious with a corrupt leader entering into an agreement with a corrupt institution the majority of americans are already at their limit without accountability uh, from their own government and remember trump withdrew uh the u.s from who and biden reversed that and at the beginning of his administration the stakes are higher now and citizens need to demand that this WHO pandemic accord uh, be subject to the constitutional constraints applied to all treaties. The tyrannical CCP and its highly controlled WHO must be denied any backdoor rule over the United States. And if America leads, other nations will follow. It's all about the United States, folks. We have got to lead this. We have to be in prayer for this, folks. Be in prayer. Here the article is by Scott Powell, and you can check it out at townhall.com, townhall.com. Yes, folks, what else we have going on today? Just a tidbit here. Just going to throw this up for you guys. Um, Damon Duck, and he's talking about two great days. The two great days. What are those two great days that Christians are awaiting? That is ah, the rapture of the church and the second coming. He said, um, let me go down here, it says, uh, actually, uh, many Christians believe two great days are coming. Uh, when the day of the rapture arrives, every deceased Christian will be raised from the dead with an incorruptible, immortal body like Jesus had when he was raised from the dead. The body of every living Christian will be changed into an incorruptible, immortal body like Jesus had when he was raised from the dead. Christians will see their lo their saved loved ones in heaven. Christians will be taken to heaven for rewards. Christians will be presented to Jesus for the marriage of the Lamb. In the Christian's prayer to be accounted worthy to escape the tribulation period will be answered the salvation of multitudes by the preaching of 144,000 and two witnesses will be near and the blinding of Israel will soon cease and all Israel will soon be saved and then when the day of the second coming arrives he says Satan will be bound chained and cast into the bottomless pit for a thousand years the Antichrist and false prophet will be cast into the lake of fire the restoration of planet earth will begin and Jesus will reign and be worshiped all over this earth there will be peace justice and righteousness on earth god's covenant with israel will be fulfilled in g and christian christians will reign with jesus so christians should look forward to these two magnificent events taking place and here are some signs he says that we are getting close 
One, concerning world government at the World uh, Government Summit in Dubai, held February the 13th to the 15th of this year of 23, Klaus Schwab talked about artificial intelligence, chatbots, and other advancements in technology. Schwab said, who masters those technologies in some way will be the master of the world. Ten years from now, we will be completely different, unquote. Note, he says, an evil world government is coming that God will allow to exist for seven years, but the ultimate master of the world is Jesus. Of course, he's coming. Number two, concerning world government, Elon Musk, he is not a Christian, recently said, the World Economic Forum's Environmental, Social, and Governance, or the ESG agenda, is satanic. The WEF is increasing, becoming an unelected world government that the people never ask for and don't want. In a video speech to the recent uh, World Government Summit in Dubai, UAE held February, of course, you would have said that, Musk said, I know that this is called the World Government Summit, but I think we should be maybe a little bit concerned about actually becoming too much of a single world government. If I may say that, we want to avoid creating civilizational risk by having, frankly, this may sound a little odd, too much cooperation between governments. He says, we want to have some amount of civilizational diversity such that if something just goes wrong with some part of civilization, the whole thing doesn't collapse. And you know, humanity keeps moving forward. A civilization collapse could lead to greater disaster than if nations were more independent. He says, as I understood it, Musk said, Musk was saying a world government that has too much central control will collapse, and that could be worse than nations retaining their national sovereignty. Number three, on February the 17th, Gateway Pundit published a great article by author and TV personality Wayne Allen Ruth that says the consequences of stolen of a stolen election, the 2020 presidential election, are all around us. He says he believes that uh, the Root's Gateway Pundit article is extremely important and every U.S. citizen needs to know what it says. Root was talking about inflation and famine when he said grocery prices are skyrocketing, egg farms are burning to the ground, over 100 food plants have burned to the ground in the past year, a mushroom cloud of deadly chemicals is floating over the farm belt, animals are dying, fish are dead, and people are sick. Gas and energy prices are soaring. Massive inflation is decimating the middle class. Rude was talking about the decline of the U.S. when he said the supply chain is crippled, highways, ports, and infrastructures are crumbling, trains are derailing, our federal energy reserve is being depleted, Biden left 80 Biden left $85 billion of our weapons in Afghanistan. He is shipping a lot of what is left to Ukraine, and America's military is short on equipment. I say this a lot, folks. They're doing it on purpose. Anyway, America's national debt and homelessness are exploding. Not even one black child in 50 Chicago schools can do grade-level math. Root was talking about surrendering the sovereignty of the United States and a population reduction when he said our border is wide open and criminals, terrorists, and drugs are pouring through. Fentanyl kills over 100,000 Americans per year, and it sure seems like someone wants them dead. Code vaccines are killing children and young athletes. Root was talking about wickedness when he said violent crime and retail theft are exploding. Root was talking about tracking people when he said our government is compiling a list of the unvaccinated. Root was talking about corruption in Washington when he said the FBI and DOJ are prosecuting parents that protest the alphabet agenda, LGBTQ. Uh, you want to know when I say alphabet? Anyway, censoring conservatives and Christians, but releasing violent criminals. 
Root was talking about the moral decline of America when he said government, media, Hollywood, and schools are brainwashing society 24-7 with the LGBTQ and transgender ideology and might I ask satanic worship as well in there. Anyway, Root concluded that all this has to be the purposeful destruction of America and he closed by saying a stolen election has unleashed the gates of hell on America. And you can check that article out at thegatewaypundit.com. Folks, I am telling you, it is all done. It's all being perpetrated on purpose to take us apart. Anyway, four, he says, concerning the coming world religion on the 17th, he says, LifeSite News posted another great article by Catholic Archbishop Mar- Carlo Mario Vigiano. He says, as I understand it, Vigiano uh, believes and he agrees that this is an article by Dr. Damon Duck. Anyway, he says, Satan is behind the global hostility to biblical morals and the spread of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Of course, the green agenda, woke dogmas, and cancel culture are part of a globalist cult religion that is being promoted by the New World Order. Globalists are using the World Health Organization, World Economic Forum, and other groups to draw law, draft laws that require everyone on earth to accept their morality. Adherence to these global laws will not be optional. <laughs> Antichrist. Anyway, uh, the globalists are using these groups to draw, le- draw draft laws to control what churches teach what schools teach, what the media says, and to silence anyone and everyone who does not agree with them. Freedom of religion and speech will not be allowed. Globalists are using these groups to promote immorality, abortion, gay rights, gender mutilizations, etc., euthanasia, depopulation, etc., as meritorious, the common good, and the ethically right thing to believe and do to save the planet. And what the Bible says doesn't matter. Globalists are drafting laws and policies that no one wants and no one asks for in the name of an unproven and unprovable crisis, climate change, that will make everyone's life worse. Eat worms, walk to work, use less energy, etc. The globalist religion is exclusive and those that disagree with it must be dealt with. Considered enemies of the common good, be re-educated by force, be forced to submit, etc. The list of people promoting this satanic global cult religion includes politicians, heads of companies and universities, actors, preachers, the Catholic hierarchy, and even Pope Francis. And you can read that article at lifesightnews.com if you would like to. And he says his opinion, he says a global cult religion is a major sign that the above mentioned two great days are approaching. You know what the Bible says? There'll be one world religion, one world government, one world Ruler, one world currency. That's what the Bible tells us. I don't know about you guys, but I'm just getting kind of close. Climate change, Mother Earth, alien, central bank, digital currency. What? (laughs) Folks, as Christians, we should be rejoicing because we know that Jesus is coming soon to take us home And why else do I talk about Bible prophecy all the time? Because, because that just tells you the Bible is true and we can trust the word of God. We can trust it because our all-knowing, all-seeing, omnipresent, omniscient, all-powerful God gave us his word to tell us what was going to happen and so that we can relax and just do the work of our Father. No need to stress out about the end of the world. No need to freak out. No need to panic. 
Why? Because we know the end. And no matter what happens, we know where we're going to go. We know where we're going to end up. We'll be, be with our Lord and Savior. John 14. In my Father's house are many rooms. And if it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way. That's right. And Jesus said, what is the way? Jesus says, I am the way. He says, I'm the truth and the way and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus Christ is the only way to the Father. Don't let anybody else. There's millions of, there's not millions of ways. Broad is the way to hell and many will go by it. Many. My mom always said, uh, good intentions pave the way to hell, right? <laughs> or the way to hell is paved with good intentions. Yeah. There's only one way to Christ. There's only one way to God, the Father, and that's through Jesus Christ. And that's the narrow way and few there'll be that find it. And the Bible talks about a remnant of believers, a remnant of believers in the end times. I have a book called The Remnant Believers. Guys, go check that out on Amazon. I think it's like four bucks, but it's a good book. It's probably one of my one of my best books I wrote, I think. But anyway, there's only going to be a few. There's not going to be billions and billions of, oh my gosh, wouldn't it be great if it was? It'd be, oh, it'd be awesome. But the Bible says there'll be a remnant, a very small, small remnant. Folks, just because people tell you they're a Christian, Joe Osteen's, Andy Stanley's, all these people, doesn't mean doesn't make them Christians, doesn't mean that they are a Christian. Yeah, the Bible said apostasy and heresy and deception would be exploding in the end days. And we see that. We see it. Andy Stanley. What did he say when they asked him, you know, Andy, we can say that you don't say the Bible does not say that. Remember, the Bible doesn't say that. John said it. James said it. That's what he said. But the Bible doesn't. Watch my video on YouTube and you can hear all and watch it. I've got two videos on Andy Stanley. One was a Led Zeppelin in church um, that I did uh, last year, I think. The other was the updated. Why is he, is he an apostate or a heretic? And I think he's both. I don't think he's a believer, but somebody's got to tell you the truth. Somebody has to get up there and tell you the truth. Otherwise, he's going to lead these people to hell. Joel is going to lead these people to hell. Oprah, all these people are going to lead these people to hell because nobody's saying anything. No pastors are up there saying anything. People don't know you're a new Christian. You don't know. Oh, look, Joel, you don't know. You don't know unless you read the word of God, then you're going to know. But if, you, if you're if you a new born again believer, you're like, oh man, yeah, you don't know. That's so why we as Christians, Bible believing Christians are out there to disciple people. You don't just get them saved and say, oh, okay, or we don't get them saved. The Holy Spirit gets them saved. But you, know, you don't tell them about Christ. And once they accept Christ and oh my gosh, they, you know, they yield to the, to the, uh, to the conviction of the Holy Spirit. And then the Holy Spirit saves them and whoo, you know, and then you just leave them like, okay, bye, ha, <laughs> have fun. No, we have to make disciples of them. Teach them the word of God. Teach them, tell them to get into the word of God themselves. Otherwise, they're going to go to churches that aren't really churches. They're going to go to these places. They get the loud music and you got the coffee shop and you get, oh my gosh, all this stuff for your eyes is what I like to say. It's all, it's all, look, this is so oh, seductive. I love this, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's all for your flesh has nothing to do for your spirit. You need to go to a church that will preach the word of God and convict you. If you're not being convicted in church, are you being fed? I mean, we all sin and fall short of the glory of God. We all need, we all need conviction from the Holy Spirit. But anyway, without that. <laughs> 
let me move on. He says, um, he goes more. He says the fact that a highly respected conservative Roman Catholic Archbishop believes Pope Francis supports a satanic global cult religion that is hostile to biblical morals and the spread of the gospel should not be taken lightly by Roman Catholics. Everyone, regardless of their faith, that opposes the agenda of the Antichrist during the tribulation period will be persecuted and probably killed. And we all know who the false prophet is, probably the Pope. Just throwing that out there. But what I want to know is why is this, why is he still a Catholic, this uh, Roman Catholic archbishop? Why, why is he still a Catholic if he is, I mean, he seems to know the word of God very well. So that kind of makes me wonder. Yeah, I just often wonder that. But, you know, we should pray for him. Anyway goes on to say number five concerning world government he says i have recently reported that this is dr damon duck uh there were two globals meetings in january the who international health regulations review committee or the ihrrc and the wef annual meeting i got murphy up here on the desk and uh she is letting everybody know she is in the house anyway uh that submitted proposals to be voted on at the upcoming who assembly meeting in may Francis Boyle, professor of law at the University of Illinois, uh, studied those proposals and said they will set up a worldwide totalitarian medical and scientific police state and that every nation on earth could lose its national sovereignty if those proposals are approved. One very dangerous aspect of those proposals is that the international health regulations or the IHRs will be changed from non-binding to Murphy to legally binding and WHO director uh, General Tedros Ghebreyesus um, will be empowered to declare a public health emergency of international concern whether there is a real one or not just by saying that the potential for one exists. If the IHR becomes legally binding global laws in May, the only thing that is needed for one man to take over the medical and scientific sovereignty of every nation on earth is for Gabricius to declare that a potential exists for the bird flu, monkeypox, or whatever uh, to become a global pandemic. Folks, do you see where we're going? <laughs> do you see where we're going? And what are they always talking about? Agenda 2030. Agenda 2030. And how far away is Agenda 2030? Seven years. I, you know, you know. Just saying. On February the 10th of 23, it was reported that the WHO's proposed international pandemic treaty calls for number one, a one health global surveillance system to monitor and control diseases. Number two, the 194 nations that belong to the WHO to be required to recognize the WHO's authority over global health issues. And number three, the WHO to be allowed to impose its requirements upon all member nations. On February the 10th, 2023, it was reported that a WHO or World Health Organization official called for number one, a strengthened WHO global surveillance system, and number two, standardized global medical care, death, death, euthanasia, vaccine, here you go, whatever. Uh, number three, everyone on earth that is 60 years old or older with an immunocompromised system or weakened immune system to receive booster shots. Because <laughs> whatever immune system that you have left, we're going to decimate it with these booster shots. Anyway, yeah. number four, to require everyone that is at risk, everyone with underlying conditions, healthcare workers, etc., to be vaccinated. You must be vaccinated. Get the clot shot. 
Die for your country. Die for the cause. You know, I just, what really got me is that every healthcare worker, fireman, police, all these people need to get this shot. Wait a minute. These are the people who are supposed to care for people who get sick. But the first ones to get that clot shot were the ones that were supposed to take care of us. Think about it. And number five, to put patients that are hospitalized with COVID-19 on ventilators, which often terminates their life. Of course, it's going to give a remdesivir. We're going to shut down all your organs. He says he's reminding readers of these previous reports because on February the 18th to 23, the Epoch Times reported that the Biden administration is planning to sign a legally binding document on February 27th, as we all understand it, that commits the U.S. to obey these global policies. On February the 19th of 2023, the Gateway Pundit reported that the amendments delegate the international body of unelected bureaucrats more authority to define what constitutes a pandemic, when a pandemic is in progress, and how long a pandemic lasts, and how to prevent, detect, and respond to future public health emergencies of international concern. Ultimately, delegating the WHO total authority over emergency operations in the U.S. during a public health emergency. Quote, unquote. He goes on to say his opinion. He says he believes this will be a major step towards regionalization and the rise of the Ten Kings regional regional directors, regional czars, leaders of over 10 regions in the world. I pause for reflection. Revelation, Book of Daniel, tells us what this is. Number six, concerning an increase in the frequency and intensity of natural disasters at the end of age. At the end of the age was February 20th, 2023. A 6.3 earthquake struck Turkey. Folks, it was devastating. This earthquake struck exactly two weeks after the February 6th, 2023 quakes that killed almost 50,000 people in Turkey and Syria combined. Oh my gosh. So more buildings, more damage were destroyed. But injuries and death were light. Initial reports said six deaths and more than 300 injured because more than one million people are now in temporary structures, tents, etc. That's what it says then. But that uh, here lately we realize is not. I think it's up to 50,000. Oh my God, folks. This is so. Oh. This is that's devastating. Anyway, he goes, finally, are you rapture ready? He says, if you want to be rapture ready and go to heaven, you must be born again. John chapter 3, 3, God loves you. And if you have not done so, sincerely admit that you are a sinner. Believe that Jesus is the virgin born and sinless son of God who died for the sins of the world, was buried and raised from the dead. Ask him to forgive your sins, cleanse you, come into your heart and be your savior. Then tell someone that you have done this. Folks, like you said, if you are not a born-again believer, today is the day of salvation, Jesus says. I wouldn't wait. I wouldn't wait another second. Yelp professor suggests mass suicide for old people as the answer to Japan's aging problems. By Ken Ham, posted today, March the 1st at harbingersdaily.com. Japan is currently facing a problem that will only get worse over the next decade and beyond, and this crisis is quickly coming to countries throughout the West. What's the problem? An aging population. You see, Japan has such a low birth rate. Of course, last year, fewer than 800,000 babies were born in a country of 125 million people. That, as the country ages, is it is creating a host of problems. And one Yale professor has a ghastly way to deal with this population crisis. Mass suicide. 
of the elderly. Yasuki Naratia is an assistant professor of economics at Yale and apparently a popular personality among the young people of Japan. In addressing one of the perceived problems in Japan, the frustration among young people who believe they are being held back by the number of older people dominating the business sector, he stated, I feel like the only solution is pretty clear. In the end, isn't it... Uh, isn't it mass suicide and mass sapuka, a form of suicide involving ritual disbowment uh, traditionally practiced by samurai uh, in um, certain situations of the elderly? Apparently, uh, in sharing these views with a young person, he added, whether that's a good thing or not, that's a more difficult question to answer. So if you think that's good, then maybe you can work hard toward creating a society like that, he said. Goes on to say in an interview regarding euthanasia, he declared the possibility of making euthanasia mandatory in the future will come up in discussion, he says. Now, Dr. Narita claims people are taking his statements out of context and that his use of mass suicide or mass apuka uh, is an abstract metaphor. And yeah, whatever his intentions, many of his followers reportedly don't see his quote solutions in an abstract way but the idea of calls for a mandatory euthanasia assisted suicide in japan or elsewhere certainly isn't far-fetched consider how easily that could have happened here in america our western culture has such a low view of the value of life and no wonder since they have been indoctrinated in naturalistic atheistic evolution and teaches all humans are animals and there's no ultimate purpose and meaning of life in many places euthanasia is already legal not just for the determinedly ill but also for children the elderly the disabled and those with mental illness and of course almost without exception western nations allow for some form of on-demand abortion for unwanted babies or babies with disabilities as our culture continues to drift further from the absolutes of god's word anything goes including the murder of the elderly for the convenience of the younger generations and for the sake of government pockets yes an aging population is a problem and a problem that has largely been uh, caused by young people rejecting god's design of the family in deciding not to have children usually for very selfish reasons but the solution to this problem is not mass suicide of the elderly any attempt to address the issue must first start from the fundamental fundamental principle all persons no matter their age level of development level of ability or health are made in the image of god genesis uh, chapter 1 verse 27 with dignity and worth taking the life of a person made in god's image is murder so yes euthanasia is murder as christians we must stand against the evil we're seeing growing in our world by pointing people toward the biblical teaching on the value of life and the gospel of jesus christ folks that's answers in genesis you can check it out at harbingersdaily.com and it was written by ken ham love ken ham so what else? We have a whole lot of stuff going on. I may not get to everything, but the absence of the rapture and related topics. Of course, that's Jan Markell, and that was posted February the 28th yesterday. And, uh, and I had read this article, so she said she recently read an impassioned or passion, passionate article by Jonathan Brittner on the divorce of the rapture theology from the gospel and the pulpits. He said, and she says, I so resonated with the main points he made, the absence of, the, of this topic and related topics from our churches today is a great tragedy. And it is. And she says, um, when rapture discussion ended some 30 years ago in the church and elsewhere, so did discussion of millennium. Israel's key and end time role, the trend towards the tribulation, the building of the third temple in jerusalem the prominence of end time deception the rush to a cashless society in digital 
I'm sorry, central bank digital currency and so much more. She says it became almost impossible to understand the times from a biblical and prophetic perspective. And right at a time when people began asking earnest questions as they observe the turmoil of our times. And so we'll talk a little bit about that in my next episode. And we'll also cover living as normal in the shadow of impending catastrophe. That will be coming up later today guys i hope you'll join me later on on those two articles we talk about and who knows what else could come upon the news before i get back (laughs) so guys with that i'm going to get off here and as always get in the word of god let the word of god get into you in maranatha lord jesus maranatha thank you guys so much for listening may god bless each and every one of you as we await the glorious appearing of our great god and savior jesus christ